0: Welcome to the Lindsay Holder podcast, gain tips on how to run a successful small business as well as how to keep yourself looking good while you do it. Here are your hosts, Lindsay Holder Reinhardt and Ashley Rinkin. welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode talking about TikTok. So I know that between all the social media platforms, it can really be a struggle to really know where to put your focus on. You know, they say, don't put your focus on too many platforms. But then there's other entrepreneurs that have their content on multiple platforms. I find that it's when you're able to do that, it's because, at least in my experience for me, is because you have a team helping you. So I have a team helping me with my Instagram, with my LinkedIn, with my Pinterest. I have a VA that does just my Pinterest, okay? I have help with my podcast. I have help with my Facebook group. I get a lot of help. If it was me doing all of that, I would be all over the place and I couldn't do it. But I know that TikTok has been here for a minute, but but it still seems like it's still just now taking off, I think. And for those frustrated with the challenges of growing on Instagram, they're kind of like peeking into TikTok, seeing what's it's able to offer them. And that's including myself. I do want to be mindful of, I know there's also controversy with like the security issues of TikTok. So just be mindful of that. Make sure to look into the security that Make sure that you're safe, um, whether it's location settings, anything like that. But I am actually really fortunate to have a TikTok expert living right in my hometown And we met actually through Instagram. It's been over a year now. Super, super sweet lady. So she's such an impressive lady. So impressive, in fact, that she has had so much interest from other brands. We're actually keeping her name a bit of a secret on the podcast. So that kind of, that's kind of cool. Kind of makes it a little more interesting, huh? (laughs) But you, I know you're going to love this episode. It's so enriched about learning about TikTok and getting some really great insight to help your business grow. So if you want to know more about TikTok, find out if your business should start using this platform, ways to optimize your post and engagement, then this episode is for you. So please welcome my talented guest, friend, and small business owner herself, who is going to share with you all of her TikTok expertise just for you. Enjoy the show. Okay, Okay. so the question everybody wants to know, including myself, (laughs) 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 what is going on with Instagram Reels? Like, is this... Do we still have to get on TikTok or can we just stay on Instagram?
1: Well, it would be nice if everyone could just stay on Instagram, but my thoughts actually uh don't I don't suggest doing that actually. So really? my okay. yeah, my general thoughts are the main reason TikTok is so successful is that people can reach a global audience with very minimal effort. So Reels, I feel like it's more of an extension of the available tools to use on Instagram. It's never gonna have the reach and engagement rate that TikTok does unless they completely overhaul the algorithm. Which I don't see them doing, since people have been trying to get them to do that since 2016, and you know, <laughs> to no avail, that has not happened. So I feel that most people are just going to feel generally burnt out on Instagram that have already transitioned over to TikTok. And so for me, I feel like why would I invest my time back into Instagram when I know I'm not going to gain anywhere close to the results that I'll get on TikTok?
0: For you guys who haven't followed my friend. I've definitely noticed a transition with your account. I can tell where you are spending your time and you are all over TikTok right now. Every time I open up TikTok, there you are, which is a good thing. Like, I'm glad to see you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, what a great tip and you were really smart you actually have two accounts one's very focused on just going into the platform about tiktok and social media and the other one is a beauty focused tiktok so you've separated them and i know that you talk about like staying with within like what you're good at in your niche so i love for you to talk about why you transitioned over to instagram tiktok but 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 before we do that I have got to hear the story of like how you built your brand to where it is today, because it's incredible. And you have three children. I still am at all. I do not know how you do it. (laughs) I really don't. And so I would love to share with our audience. And it's also inspiring for other moms out there too, and busy entrepreneurs like you can, you can do it. But how do we get there? And how did you start and get to where you are today?
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that's a loaded question, because there's been such an evolution and what I create and why I created it. But in the very beginning, uh, which was a little over five years ago, I went on a public journey to simplify the styling process for women like myself that were caught in an in between, I guess you could say stage of life. At that time, I was 25. And you would think that personal style wouldn't have been an issue for me. But I was also a mother to one child under two, and then I was expecting my second. So for me, stepping into the role of mother and and wife drastically changed the way I approached styling. I found myself dressing in a way that didn't feel true to who I was just because I thought it was how I should dress, if that makes sense. yeah. And while I enjoy trends too, really at this time in 2015, I feel like there was this sort of idea within the fashion industry that what you dress like had to define who you are and it was something you should stick to for a few years so you had to either say oh i'm boho or i'm you know i dress more preppy or you know things of that nature and so i just generally rejected that idea and found it evocatively chosen on choosing your outfit based on not only practicality but the energy and emotion you have for the day because you know we're ever evolving and so naturally from day to day you know, we're not going to feel like dressing in the same style. And I felt like it was just kind of a box that women had to fit themselves into around this time. Mm -hmm. Um, But then kind of in later years, it's taken more of a focus on sustainability, specifically uh, this past year and highlighting sustainable brands.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I can definitely see that you change day to day and I change every day. So sometimes I feel like like you said, dressing this way and another way. Then the next day I'm like, I I feel like this personality. Yep, this, exactly. So so you started with your blog first? I did. I actually
1: it started more as a mom blog and not I really didn't have any intentions of it being a business. We'd move from Florida to South Carolina. And it was really just a way to keep up with our family. But then kind of slowly, I started getting these brand. well, actually not so slowly, I started getting brand opportunities. And I thought, oh, hey, this could be something, you know, that I could potentially do full time. And I have a little bit of a background in the fashion industry. So I thought it would be a good way that I could stay home with my family and still kind of pursue these interests that I had. But it started out with being, you know, more family offers of, hey, we'd like for your family to take, you know. Kids' clothing and stuff like that to take these pictures for us, and we very quickly found out that it did not feel organic, and literally everyone besides me hated the process. So yeah. then, the kind of the focus shifted to you know my my journey to simplify styling.
0: I don't think people understand like how much work is involved, or maybe they do, and then that's why they don't. They're like, forget it, I can't do it because. Um, just the photography alone and creating your boards, like your image boards and getting everything together and the SEO, mm-hmm. writing the blog. It mm-hmm. is so time consuming. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to market it. Right.
1: And I think that just a lot of people don't realize when they're getting into it, the, the business aspect beside, behind it, because that really takes... So much of your time and then to have the creative energy to to move forward with, like you said, vision boards and things of that nature. It really, especially when you're first starting out and kind of trying to find your voice in this, it really can be very difficult. and it takes a, a lot a lot of hours um, to put into it to have it be successful anyways.
0: It sure does. And then on top of all of that, you've got it all done. Now you've got to network and you have to play Mm -hmm. the game of getting your numbers up and your engagement up. And it is just like, I feel like a little mouse on this wheel. Like it is so exhausting. And especially now, so I've been on Instagram for years Mm -hmm. and I've personally had uh, tons of issues growing. Um, and I run a full business, so I can't, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so exhausting. You just get to the point and you're like, this is not going anywhere.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. I think that's where a lot of people are right now, which kind of TikTok was this exciting new place that it was really very minimal effort. If you could figure out the right way to approach the platform and you could be really successful really quickly. So it was really a perfect opportunity for them to transition from Musically to TikTok and, uh, and kind of take over after what four years of people really trying to make it work on, on Instagram.
0: You really haven't been on TikTok that long. When did I have you not? When did you start? And your growth has been phenomenal. And I'm at my, um, as of today, actually, I looked at my TikTok before we took this call. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have two new followers. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I think I'm at like 43. And so, I mean, you have completely skyrocketed and you're doing amazing. Yeah. But I think we kind of started at the same time. How long have you been on it? So the
1: social media account, I started really posting in, I think it was March. No, it was April. I'm sorry. It was April. I started posting on that in April. I I played around a little bit with fashion and beauty and kind of really, I didn't really understand the platform and started teaching about something that I was really passionate about. And at that point, I saw that, oh, people really enjoy hearing this. And I tried actually to you know behind the scenes on instagram to coach girls about social media and it and i tried opening a new account and doing it that way and it just never really took off like like we mentioned the work behind creating another instagram account it was just too tedious for me so tiktok really? became this perfect platform where i could share something that i was really passionate about which is helping others grow this platform because you know the past five years i've literally tried every single thing on social media to grow and some things have been really beneficial while a lot of other things have have not been beneficial so i'd like to use that knowledge to kind of help guide others and help them grow
0: did you join tiktok like during i joined it i think i did like one post on january and then and then because of covid because of quarantine right then I started on there. I was like, oh, this is a good time for me to kind of know a platform, learn a platform. Is that what happened to you or what? Made Absolutely. You okay. And it's,
1: it's funny that you said that though, because I had one post in January
0: too. Oh, I took mine down. <laughs> <man out laughs> and know we're not supposed to do that, but it was really bad. It
1: was okay. still in there. <laughs> yep. So I, I mean, my, mine is kind of, you go back and it's like one outfit post that I was trying to kind of just pick pictures off of Instagram and turn it into, yeah, it didn't work. But oh, yeah, yeah, quarantine was a prime opportunity to get to know the new platform. And I think, too, at that point, I was already feeling like I wanted to transition off Instagram. And uh, and so this was just an easy option to explore when I was able to share my passion and people responded well to it. It was obviously a huge motivator. Um, And then for me personally, learning the algorithm, I was able to in uh, late May open up the beauty account and start posting on that and essentially use the tips that I'm sharing with other people to grow that account. So that has been really interesting to watch grow. I
0: I am so impressed by you because I spent hours and, I mean, so much time trying to figure it out. And I still couldn't figure it out. Like you were able to figure out, you know, the green screen and the duets and all of this. And I thought, "I, I can't, I can't figure this out. It's not as to me, it's not as easy as they make it seem. I guess once you learn it, it is. But I also think, and I could be wrong, but... I think you have to find your personality on it. So what I mean by that is I was trying to, and you can easily see this on my TikToks. I was trying to replicate what other people were doing with their little dances and their little mm-hmm. songs, their little whatever. And, and, and yeah, my, I, I remember when we sat down for coffee, I showed you my little dance video my husband who had to take the poor video was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is so silly. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I realized, why can't I just be me on there? Like I right. like to talk about skincare and I just want to talk about it. Why do I have to have all this, these catchy little things? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and it's interesting, though, because when you first, well, let's just say that at the beginning of quarantine, there was a surge in uh, new demographics on on the platform where the platform, the majority was teenagers and very, very early 20s, but really mostly teenagers. You saw all these 30s, 40s, even 50s, 60s, something's coming onto the platform. And so TikTok very quickly had to adapt. So really, the number one question I get from my clients when I start this is, do I have to you know, dance and do all this on camera, or can I be true to who I am? And I think that that's still the idea that people think that you have to kind of uh, mold yourself into a TikTok person and and do what is overtly trendy. But right now, specifically, I feel like TikTok takes more of a almost Pinterest like form. So TikTok is heavily focused on learning on TikTok and educational content. So you literally don't have to take part in any trends at all whatsoever. And you can still grow your account astronomically.
0: Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited. So should a local small business be on the platform, like my spot, like should it be on the platform?
1: Absolutely. So first of all, I think that we have to look at TikTok as free advertising. The ability to organically reach a global audience is something that is unheard of on any other social media platform really ever. Any business that sells products should be taking full advantage of this as of I mean, yesterday, really, there have been many small businesses who've started their business on TikTok, so, say like Etsy shops or what have you, and then had their audience follow along up until the launch date and have immediately sold out and been put on back order. It's really crazy to watch some of these journeys on TikTok. The power of this platform is incredible.
0: I Go think ahead. that I tried to do the link to, you know, my shop mm-hmm. or have a website link, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they have since put a like you have to reach a certain number. Before you can put the link to the product or your website or any kind of link?
1: You know, I'm not sure. I can't get a definitive answer on that because people continue to ask me and I reach out to TikTok and I haven't received a response on that. But I want to say that mine was automatically up there. But with the new updates, it might be, it could possibly be that you have to reach a thousand followers because you have to reach a thousand followers to get to live, to be able to go to live. So that just would make, oh. you know, logical sense to me. Um, so that could be wow. a possibility. However... First of all, for businesses that offer services, if you could provide them digitally, like I do, I essentially, you know, help people grow on the platform, you really can have the same benefit as those that are selling their products. But as far as you specifically uh, offering local services, I think the question is, can you target a local audience on TikTok, right? Is that what you your concern would be on on investing in the platform,
0: right? That Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have products that I have in my spa shop. But I think that in order to sell those, I would need the link on my account. So it's like, okay, well, if I have to have a 1000 followers, or whatever the number is, how do I grow my channel to eventually get to that link, then I can sell products. It's this actually a two part question. It's, Should I still do TikTok if I'm just having services into my spa? Is it necessary? And then how would I be able to grow my channel to get to that thousand people? I guess educational content and then start selling the product.
1: I think you can start selling right away. So okay, let me just write this down and... I'll just break it down by the question you asked. So in my experience with the businesses I've worked with that are local businesses using hashtag strategy and or running paid ads on TikTok, which, by the way, has a lower CPC, uh, which is cost per click than any other social media platform, we can target a local audience relatively easily. And I do want to note on that TikTok is actually giving away a $300 ad credit when you sign up as a business account. This is something that you weren't able to do before, that you had uh, only specific big businesses were offered the option to turn to a business account. So now this is kind of more opened up to the public. So spending will also be matched one to one with an ad credit up to 2k for I think up until the new year. So that is a huge opportunity for businesses that are looking to get on the platform. And then for you specifically, you can always add a link to your comments and just in your caption, say, you know, see my comments for the link. And I can tell you that I generate more sales on that platform doing that. Because even if you have a link in your bio on the individual posts, you need to be able to add a link somewhere. So putting it in the comments or just responding to the comments I'd ask with that link. In addition to putting up that comment with the link, I've seen just a huge turnover in the sales I make compared to Instagram being able to easily add links for like stories or say, you know, things of that nature. And I also want to mention, I would say relatively soon, uh, TikTok is going to allow you to put links into your individual post. That is something that I think is going to be rolling out, I, I'd say over the
0: next three months. That's a great feedback about the links in the comments. I did not even think of that. And mm-hmm. I felt quite silly because I did not even know that you could do a TikTok ad. <laughs> I have no idea that you could do that. Mm-hmm. I know Instagram and Facebook ads, but I didn't even know you could do a TikTok ad. And you need to know as much as Running a Facebook ad campaign? Because those are pretty, like, you gotta really know what you're doing. So, is it easier to run a TikTok ad?
1: so they're very they're extensive uh well i'll say facebook is is very extensive so yeah. I, I would imagine so this is something it, it i mean you shouldn't feel bad that you didn't know about it because this is something that was just opened up to the public within the last week i, I believe is the first time oh, i've good. been saying okay i'm a <laughs> yeah. so
0: little better i'm like oh my gosh
1: <laughs> so and the only reason i have any insight because i'm not a, a business on tiktok because once you become a business on tiktok you're no longer allowed to use any music that they haven't gotten licensing for so oh, okay just you know your audience and you know of that That is a determining factor, but I would say in the future, if you are a business, and really that's kind of a gray area because even influencers on the platform are technically businesses, you right. won't be allowed, you know, they're not going to allow you to use any of the music. But 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 for now, I would imagine that it would be relatively easy to set up an ad. I know that in the beginning when they were testing out the, the ads being open to the public, that was an issue that a concern that a lot of businesses had, had were how much can they target because there wasn't the the options that you have on Facebook. And I'm not sure if they've adjusted that since then, but I imagine, you know, over the next six months specifically, just because of the budget they now have for advertising and bringing new companies and brands on board is, you know, astronomical. So I would, I'd imagine that's something they are going to work out pretty quickly to make sure that people get the most bang for the buck. And really, they really are. I don't really think there's a need to run an ad unless, unless, like I said, you are only offering services. I think that would really be the only time you, had to run an ad if you weren't like a major company that makes sense
0: that makes sense and is it kind of like instagram meaning um do i have to have a lot of followers or can can you know how you can have um micro influencers on instagram Mm -hmm. and is the goal do i need to like build up my audience a lot or can i just really focus on the 43 people (laughs) that i have i mean how does it matter i don't even know
1: so with TikTok, you're actually, you want to target the for you page. So you can have a ton of followers, which is great because that shows that people like your posts, like what you're doing, that they're, you know, wanting to engage with what you're doing and follow following along. But typically your post you would hope would be actually more seen by people on the for you page. So you could have a very small audience and have your post reach a hundred thousand millions of people and have 40 followers. Uh, you know, but you would hope that, you know, by your post being seen that you're just naturally going to gain more followers. But really, I tell people when they're first outing on the platform, you just need to focus on your post being seen, because you can't grow your business isn't going to grow if your posts aren't being seen. Mm. Um, and to not focus on your following all the time. I think there's a time and place when you can focus on really engaging and building a, a loyal audience that is going to tune into every single thing you post. But your posts are only going to do as well as they can if they are on the right for you pages, if that makes any sense at all.
0: <laughs> yes. And then I know you, I'm sure you're going to dive into some tips on how we get to that for you mm-hmm. page. I've heard like do the hashtag for you page. And then I've heard don't do the hashtag mm-hmm. for you page. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be fun though, if we did a case study on one of the, my TikTok videos. So f- for those who would like to watch this video, head to my TikTok, which is at Lindsay our holder, and then go and find the one we're going to play it in the podcast here. But the title of it says, it's just down just a smidge of my because um, I haven't created too many videos, but it says use this for mask face. And I had my TikTok friend pick one of the videos. And so this is the one that she picked to kind of dissect it and show me everything that I was doing wrong. (laughs) And this is actually the the girl that's on this video is actually one of my employees at the spa, Alicia. And so she's going to talk about mask face. We're going to play it now. And then my friend is going to tell us what we could have done to make it a lot better. Here's a quick tip for when you have mask-based, three ingredients that you can use. Retinol, glycolic acid, salicylic acid.
1: Stimulate mild
0: exfoliation and draw out impurities. It can be applied at night and use it around two to three times a week. And if it's too strong, blend it with your moisturizer.
1: Okay, there it is. Okay, so for your account, like most accounts I work with, you're not really doing anything necessarily wrong, meaning your content is excellent. But the issue is the way that you're presenting presenting the video. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to dive into the the methods for being successful on TikTok. There's typically two that we see. And the first approach is an educational value approach, in which I think we can all agree is something that you have to have if you want an engaged audience on any social media platform. You have to bring value. Right. This is often long-form content, and for TikTok, that means it's thirty to sixty seconds, as opposed to, say, you know, ten to fifteen seconds, which would be the short-form content on TikTok. So now the second method is more of a clickbait style. So in that scenario, you're producing content that is incredibly entertaining or has some sort of shock value or hook that makes the average person stop scrolling on the For You page and watch. It's heavily reliant on catching the very short attention span of the average TikTok user. And so the first method is going to gain you an extraordinarily loyal and very targeted following. However, your videos may not perform well a good bit of the time, and you may gain new followers slower than with the second method. Hmm. The main issue with a value-only approach is that it doesn't take into account how the average user consumes content on TikTok. Okay. So then the second method will gain you more videos that perform well, and you'll likely at some point have a viral or multiple viral videos, which I I personally consider anything over 1 million views to be viral. Some people consider it 5 million, but I think when you stop to think of how many people a million is like in a room or, you know, around you, that that is a ton of people.
0: And I just want to say really quick before we go on that Mm -hmm. my friend did have a viral video and it was so funny. I don't know if I told you this, but I made a comment on your viral video and then my TikTok. People were responding to mm-hmm. that comment. And I'm so mm-hmm. like, oh, I have a new follower. No, I didn't get any follower. Just actually, I got about from your post. I think I mm-hmm. got about 10 new followers. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that's the thing, because you're in this, a similar niche as I am. So the people that like my content probably like yours as well.
0: Oh, yeah. But, but mm-hmm. from that one viral video, they would mm-hmm. comment to my comment. And then I'm, I'm like, what in the world? It's still going on, by the way. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think I just reposted
1: that video. Yeah, I have, I had three viral videos on that account so far. Oh my God, um, way to go. Yeah, thank you. It is, I mean, and a lot of it has really just been trial and error getting there, but.
0: Okay, so we're going to make, I'm going to make this video go viral. Okay, so what do I need to do? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. Well, let me let me pick up on the second method here, just so we have an understanding of how I'm going to create this video for you. So you're probably if you use the second method, which is that clickbait method, you're probably going to gain a large following rather quickly. But the issue with that method is that the first people that see your videos as you grow are your followers. Uh, So in the beginning, that might not matter very much, you might do really well with that clickbait sort of style material. But if all of your videos are clickbait, then eventually your followers may recognize that that's a pattern for you, and they may be less inclined to watch and engage with your videos. And if your own followers, which, let's just say they're the first checkpoint, if you will, with TikTok determining how to push your post out, and they don't respond well, TikTok is not going to continue to show your videos on the For You page. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, my gosh. Now I really don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm not really
1: confused. So there's a remedy. What I personally suggest is really marrying the two methods together. So we want to provide value always. We always want to remain sincere and truthful to who we are as a brand. But we need to tee up our information in a way that is going to hook people's interest. Okay. Okay. So for your mask face post, it brought a lot of value. Um, And it's on a topic and events that are happening in the world. So it's going to appeal to a large amount of people. So you always, always want to think about who your audience is going to be and how they're going to respond to that when you're thinking about your videos and how to caption them. So I would have you do a hook in both voice and text in the very few first seconds in the video, something to the effect of, does your face feel disgusting after wearing your mask? (laughs) Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. Mm Okay. And so why I would do that is this is going to pique interest of both people who wear masks when they're out and about, period, and those who only wear it when required. Nobody enjoys wearing a mask, right? Like, it's it's not a fun thing. Not to mention the word disgusting is a very bold and a yeah. very, uh, <laughs> like a, people want to hear, like, why is it, you know, how can you fix that? You know, so people are very interested <laughs> in that word. And that is kind of that, that clickbait style. But now the difference is, is that you're going to want to make sure that you follow that middle section up with some really good value. So you can have a good a hook at the beginning, but you wanna you wanna have some substance in the middle. And we also I just want to note too is that you saying it in person and having it in text is going, if a person is interested in this topic, it's going to almost guarantee that people are going to continue to view this video through you repeating that text back to the camera. And this is important because the view completion rate is the number one determining factor for the algorithm and deciding to continue to show your post to people. If you, It doesn't matter how many likes, comments, how much engagement shares you get. If your view time is terrible, TikTok is not going to continue pushing that video out because the whole intent of them pushing your video is to get people to remain on the platform as long as possible. So
0: if your video is doing that, they're going to reward it. What do you mean by that? Do you mean like have the text of what you're saying beside it? Is that what you mean? Correct. So you would just physically say to the camera
1: and then have it in text for just that part that you're stating it. You oh, set the duration okay. of that text and just say, you know, does your face feel disgusting after wearing your mask?
0: So oh, you're, okay, so you're saying it thing.
1: Okay. and reading it. So people are hearing it, but they're also reading it at the same time. And then again, like if they're interested, that's going to hook them and they're going to listen to what you have to say. So the like I said, the middle part of the video would have to then have valuable educational content for this particular post. You could say something like this product I'm about to show you, which lets people know to watch to the end without you saying, Hey, watch to the end. So, and it helps because when you say that people are like, oh, okay, I don't, I'm not going to watch the end because she told me to watch the end. Right. So it's a little right. bit of psychology really, but you could say this product I'm about to show you has retinol, glycolic acid, or whatever other point that you're trying to make. And then the okay. end should just be a somewhat quick reveal of the product. And to note on that, in this video, I think you did a great job, or Alicia. I was the director, okay. Okay. <laughs> so you did a great job of directing, and Alicia did a great job at answering the questions people yeah, have about the product. But I actually wouldn't include that in your video. Include which part? her answering questions that people may have about the
0: product. Oh, okay. So do not answer questions. Interesting.
1: Right. Because you want people to come to your comment section and ask you those questions. Not only is that going to forge a relationship, but it's also going to help your watch time because when somebody is commenting on your video, the video is playing on a loop in the background over and over while people are are commenting. So the only thing that's better than a a video completion rate is a video rewatch rate. So that's going to continue to boost your, your post
0: out. OK, so do not answer the questions about the product that mm-hmm. that really surprises me mm-hmm.
1: and save your reveal to the end. So now so people that have educational style content, I say you you want to make a post that is your first initial post needs to be 15 seconds or under. It needs to be short form and it needs to be geared at the for you page, teeing up your post in the way I've just I've just mentioned here. Now, if you have a ton of say you have 50 comments or asking you questions, What you could do is make a second video that is a long form content video that's maybe 30 to 60 seconds that it probably won't do nearly as well on the For You page, but it probably will gain a lot of interest. And you could just go to the comments and tell the people that are interested to follow up. You've put a part two up so that it really dives into all the questions. So that is actually gaining, you know, authority and loyalty within your community because it shows that you're really looking out for them. Um, But while you're still reaching the For You page with that initial post.
0: Okay. So I have a couple of questions. Does it matter what the hashtags need to be on this post?
1: Yes. Well, so first of all, you want to make sure that you're in your niche, meaning you have one topic that you post about. It doesn't have to be limiting. So if you're posting about beauty, you can post about skincare, you can post about makeup, you can post about all these different topics, but you have to be on one niche because what the algorithm does and the purpose of hashtags on TikTok is to learn your account and know how to place your posts and what for you pages to be shown on. So if I, am hashtagging beauty consistently, they're going to associate my account with a beauty account. So I'm going to end up on people's for you pages that are interested in beauty. And this is really important because if you if you are using FYP or a hashtag or even a trending hashtag that doesn't pertain to what you're talking about, it's likely that if it ends up on somebody's for you page that isn't interested in it, they're just going to swipe up. So it's going to lower your view time. So the idea behind hashtags is just really narrowing the view of people that you're shown to so that you can have better watch time and then actually you will be shown to more people. Uh, So I always suggest using about five hashtags or lower. You want to have, you know, an overall hashtag. If you're trying to target a specific area, South Carolina, for instance, would work fine. And you want to make sure that those hashtags have a million plus views, I would suggest, so that you are reaching a significant amount of people. And then look for any trending hashtags that could possibly fit and any, you know, smaller hashtags. So brand hashtags seem to do very well. If it's a larger brand, I suggest using those if it pertains to your post.
0: Would you want to have focused hashtags like acne, hyperpigmentation, anti-aging? Yes.
1: yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it pertains to your post, you don't have to have this. I mean, obviously I, I don't suggest you having the same hashtags, but they're under that same category. So I would always try to include for you, you know, hashtag skincare, or skincare routine, or make sure that is at least one of the hashtags. Something in the skincare realm is at least one of the, the hashtags and then include the ones that are specific to your video. I would just, I would just try to make sure that they when you go to type it in, you can see that it has, you know, a million or more views so that you're not limiting your audience.
0: Okay. And then does it matter which filter that you use? Uh, What do you mean as far as like, there's all these filters that you can use on the videos? Does it make a difference? Does your lighting have to be a certain way?
1: I'd say really none of that is is a, is a make or break thing. I oh, think it okay. depends on your creative energy. Uh, using green screen is just really helpful. And green screen video is really helpful for people creating within the app. And of course, there are like trending filters you can use. But I'd say that doesn't apply to everybody. And I wouldn't ever suggest that you try to make one work. Um, okay, and then obviously, great. natural lighting is going, you know, people just in there naturally are drawn to to natural lighting. But if you have a video that is intended to have dark lighting, that's not going to harm your video if it's a well thought out video.
0: Because ours are inside the spa a lot. So we just mm-hmm. have like a glam light because we're in that treatment room. Mm-hmm. So there's not like this beautiful big window. Right.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it doesn't. Overall, it doesn't matter if the, if the content is set up in the right way. No.
0: Okay. Although I notice sometimes your videos, it's darker in the back, but then your face mm-hmm. is lit. I mm-hmm. think so you're standing you're, in front
1: of a window. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you're intentionally keeping the lights off
1: because it gets a yellow, like kind of a yellow overcast to me, and I I don't really care for okay. it. Okay, but
0: mm-hmm. then your light, yeah, your lighting's mm-hmm. really good.
1: Yeah, I have um, a ton of ring lights, but I just don't. For me personally, I feel like that it looks more unnatural than just standing in front of the window.
0: Yeah. I agree. And what about music? Do we have to have a music in the background and you lower it? Or can we Mm -hmm. just have our voice?
1: So yes and no, I think it depends on your intent behind the video. So If you have, if you select music and you are wanting people to use your audio, of you talking in the video, they won't be able to do that. If you have uh, music playing. So for instance, on, on one of my videos, I have, you know, splurge on this, don't splurge on that. And that video, that audio has been used over and over, which obviously helps my video. If I would have put a sound, you know, a song on that, then, you know, nobody could have done that. However, using trending songs or songs that are, are going to blow up can definitely help your post. Uh, there's actually an an account. I think his name is, I think it's Jackson tips, but he kind of a lot of what he does is he dedicates finding those trends before they come become trends. So people can hop on them quickly and use them because there is something to be said for using the right music. So I would say I would always add, you know, music lower if you don't, if you don't want people to use your audio.
0: Okay. I follow Jackson. He's actually in North Carolina, which Mm -hmm. is pretty cool. And yes, it is. I watch his lives too. He's got some really great tips. Mm -hmm. So it's at Jackson's tips. And he yeah he says trend watch <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. and then yes and then oh by the way this is just for people who watch him he's not using his clips anymore he cut his hair just if uh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a true tiktoker you'll know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah if you follow him you know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> okay and then also what do you think about this so after you're done with your tiktok do you save it and put it on your instagram or do you feel like your instagram followers are like i'm not not into this. There's no need to show me your TikTok video. I'm not going over there. So what do you think about trying to like cross the platforms together? So
1: personally, a TikTok is the fastest way to grow your Instagram at the moment. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I really? think that if you have separate... Fo- so if you have a completely separate following on Instagram than you have on TikTok, then I think implementing your TikTok videos onto your page could be really fun and refreshing for your followers. But if you do have a lot of crossover, I would say maybe to add them to your stories every now and then, or every now and then add them to your feed. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make your Instagram profile a, a mirror image of your TikTok account though.
0: Right. Right. But just every now and then just to, you're just letting your audience know, Hey, I'm on TikTok. Right. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. So for our listeners, what are some of your favorite TikTok tips that you would like to share? Okay. So I would
1: say the, the one that I really, I shared about your individual post was to tee up your post in a way that will likely be favorable to the, to the I'm sorry, the TikTok algorithm. That is the number one thing I can tell you. Also, I would say repost any video that performs really well for your account. I've seen tremendous success Personally, using this tip. So essentially, you just download your video and repost it. I have had a video that was at 20,000, I reposted it, and it's over, five, I think it's at four or 500,000 now. The repost. Oh my was. gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually, even today, just reposted like four of my best performing videos just to see how they perform now. I always suggest doing that sooner rather than later, just put some videos in between because you know, depending on what the content is, the longer you wait, the less likely it may be to be relevant or that a whole bunch of other people haven't put out similar content. But yeah, I've seen a ton of success that way.
0: Okay, that's an awesome tip. And what TikTok accounts do you love? Like, do you look at all the time?
1: That would be okay. So Teresa Laura Caruso, I think I'm not sure if I'm saying her name, right. But she finds her I mean, she has an amazing account It's dedicated to cute Amazon finds. And so I always find a lot of stuff I probably don't need from her. There's a Trader Joe's food reviews which that speaks for itself and then Bottega Zero Waste which she does tips and and recipes for sustainable living and just the overall feel of her feed and and how she presents these sustainable tips.
0: I really enjoy. Okay, great. For the the, the listeners out there, I will have all of these in the show notes so you can follow all of these accounts exactly. And I did have a question though. So I'm obviously a super busy spa owner. So unfortunately, I'm not doing TikToks all day. Mm-hmm. But um, I would love to though, because they're you know they are fun to create. But how many realistically do I have to do a week?
1: I'd say whatever you choose to do, just be consistent about it. I think, and this is kind of like a topic that isn't widely agreed upon. You know, amongst people that teach other people how to how to do social media and tiktok but some people say you know post 20 times a day it's going to be great but i think it just comes i know it's too much so i think that your mental (laughs) health is of number one importance okay so let's remember that number two the vast majority of people aren't going to be able to create valuable content that that much valuable content per day so i think it's just you know a number that is unrealistic for a lot of people i would say whatever you do just do it consistently so if that's one time a day if that's three times a day just stick to schedule. And if you do have, if you do put up fewer posts, maybe even letting your followers know in your bio that you post on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or or whatever your schedule is, I think would really be ideal. But you know, if you can on one day, create a couple posts, and you're going to hopefully reach a little bit more people. But I wouldn't put any pressure on 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 putting out a specific number
0: a day. Okay, what about like one a week? That's kind of what I was thinking.
1: (laughs) I don't think that you're gonna I do I don't think that you're going to grow. I mean, I think that I I think that people are still wrapped up in social media and you have to really take a look and say, what is the, what is a social media platform that is going to bring you the most value and bring your business the most value that you're going to be able to organically reach as, as many people. And that should really be where your focus is. And, And like I said, that, you know, is is easily TikTok because the reach is so high here and you don't get that on other social media platform. And that, you know, the way to grow on TikTok, on Instagram is through TikTok and the way to grow on Pinterest is through TikTok with little to minimal effort. So I guess I would just kind of, you know, weigh where you want to be spending your time. And, you know, if you do have the extra, you know, month maybe to get to know this platform and try to figure it out, um, you know, to follow some of the social, some of the people on TikTok that are helping you grow. So you can grasp the understanding a little bit quicker than the actual user and kind of give it a go and, and see what
0: happens. I did want to just point out when you said Pinterest. So right now mm-hmm. there is a big, big trend where, you know, pull your TikToks onto on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And so that video footage, like that's really starting to trend now. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to point that out. Absolutely. i starting to do that so I'm curious to see how that's going to grow my Pinterest account and then and then ultimately my goal would be to funnel it back to my website correct yep. that's what mm-hmm. I would like to do I would need a TikTok VA and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and a strategist maybe mm-hmm. one day I will be lucky enough to have my link as well <laughs> Yes, I know. Absolutely. We can get you there for sure. <laughs> that is my goal to have yes. that link there. So I can... <laughs> perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been an absolute pleasure. I know I'm going to get a ton of questions, but also I think this really answered a ton of questions, especially for the small business owners out there. And basically you're saying get on there. It's totally different from Instagram. It's another mm-hmm. platform to do mm-hmm. and you're missing out if you don't.
1: Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Well, thanks so much for being on the show, and we'll probably have you back too because yes. there's so much to learn. I'm excited. No,
1: awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed this conversation. Thanks.
0: Okay, guys. So, guess what? My TikTok friend has redone this TikTok. So, go to my TikTok at Lindsey R Holder in TikTok. So it's L I N D S E Y R Holder H O L D E R. So find. The TikTok that says, is I don't really have that many TikToks. So, um, yeah. excuse me, had the sound volume. So it says, use this for mask face in my TikTok. Okay, now I've recreated this TikTok and you can see the results here. But guess what? You can only see the results and how we did this in my Facebook group. So it's private. It's VIP. It's for women only, small business women. And I'm so excited to share how we took this TikTok and how we made it better or, excuse me, she did. <laughs> so a few ways to get into the Facebook group is because I want to, you know, bring the community over there so we can all learn together and grow as small business owners. So a couple of ways you can do that just actually just DM me on Instagram at Lindsay R holder. That's cool. Or you can go to Facebook itself and look for Holder small biz and beauty facebook group or you can find it in the show notes for this podcast there's several ways to get in the group and i hope to see you there and check out what we did with the tiktok this episode is sponsored by organic tan face and body a natural beauty and wellness spa located in greenville south carolina and owned by our very own lindsey holder come visit the spa today where they strive to bring out your natural glow Visit the spa online at OrganicTanFaceAndBody.com and follow them along on Instagram.